And welcome back to the Murdy Creative Co. Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Murdy, and today's topic is flight. But first, I want to say thank you to everyone who's supported the company so far. If you haven't got a chance, go check us out on the web at murdycreative.co. That's M-U-R-D-Y, creative.co. You can check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching at murdycreative.co to see the best of our product shots. Follow us, keep up to date with our daily photos, and be the first one to know about new product launches. You can also use the subscribe button at the bottom of our website to be included in all of our new product announcements. Be sure to check out our laser engraving, personalization options, and exclusive colors on the website, or you're going to blank one on Amazon Prime. So, first things first, go join our Discord server if you haven't already. They were the first people to hear about this. In fact, a lot of the amazing ideas that have been coming out of those Discord ser- that Discord server has been huge in having us develop new products. So, if you want to go join that, go to the description. There is a link at the very top of the description. You should click on that. It'll walk you through. You can download Discord if you don't have it already, or you can get it on your phone if you're on your phone. And that'll allow you to join in the conversation and a little bit of the behind the scenes for the Murdy Creative Company. So, I appreciate everyone who's participated on the Discord, and you should go join it if you haven't already. This week is critical. This is where the rubber hits the road. And frankly, when it comes down to it, the rubber has been hitting the road ever since we hired our first employees. So I shouldn't really say the rubber hits the road. The reason, what I really mean by that when I say that in this context is we are even more than usual out of, out of money. Like we're kind of like running up to the edge of our, of, our, of our credit. Now you may say to yourself, Colin, didn't you say that last week and the week before and the week before? And the answer is, well, yes. But up until this point, we haven't really had to tap into the credit card. I have intentionally and specifically avoided borrowing money against the credit card because it's my personal credit card and also because it's got an enormous and exorbitant amount of interest. So that's its own problem. The bank transition is still coming along. It's taking its time because these things don't go fast. That's just the nature of the beast. But now we're running into the situation where soon, if we don't have a bulk order, we could be really short on cash to pay off the credit card, which is what we have to do pretty regularly to be able to keep it under its limit, of course. And we use that right now as the kind of the liquidity for our marketing expenditures on Facebook and so on. So the good news is this. We had a person inquire about a bulk order on Friday at the very last minute and bless Mel. She's doing real heroes work out there. And uh, she took the call even after hours and did a fantastic job. We're, we still haven't seen that order come in yet, but we're hoping that's one of several bulk orders that could come in. And if any or all of them come in, that could kind of get us out of this pinch. So we're really hoping, and at some level, we're doing a lot of follow-up as well, because as my abstract recommended person said, fortune is in the follow-up, which is good. So there's a lot of opportunities, but one of the things that being up against the wall has pushed us to do, and I mean, it's something that's always been a discussion point, and it's always true of of being pushed up against the wall, is it's time for us to try some bold strategies, some things that we've always thought to ourselves, oh, we should do that, but we just haven't had enough impetus to get us to do it. This is one of those times that's enough impetus. Every year for the past four years, three years, at this time, we've said to ourselves, we should launch a a collection specifically tailored to pilots because the Oshkosh Air Venture EAA flight uh, air show is happening right now or soon to be. And it's a massive air show for those of you who don't know. And it's very cool for those of you who like that kind of thing. And I am one of those people who likes that kind of thing. And I'm blessed to live within an hour of the EAA airport uh, or the, of the Oshkosh airport, I should say. So it's very cool all around. And every year we think to ourselves, we should do one. 
And this year, last Friday, Meryl goes, hey, Colin, I know we talk about this every year, but this is just something I'm like, we're going to do it. We're going to do it today. And it was a great opportunity for me to see how fast the team could turn and burn on a project. Within one day, frankly, within six hours, because it wasn't even the full day that we had to do this, we went from saying we should do a collection that has airplanes, the, the classic three different views of line art on airplanes. We should have those engraved on binders. We should do flight logs. We should do all of that stuff. We should have that ready. We should advertise it. And within six hours, we had built out a page. Now, to be honest, it is a relatively limited selection at the moment. It's basically exclusively slim cut binders. There is a mini cut that has a flight log engraved already on it. Um, it's pretty much all slim cut binders otherwise, and there's more. some of the options have been specifically tailored away, right? For example, it comes with paper included and one set of bolts already selected. So we did that to kind of test out the idea of, well, if we make this really easy and simple, are people more likely to do it? Once the website was live, and I mentioned this in the Discord server, I discovered a problem with the way that the, the collection was rendering. And the short answer is I have not necessarily resolved that problem, but I have found a workaround that makes that problem not as much of a problem in the moment, but is something we need to resolve in a bigger way later. But we were able to get that live, and I was able to take photos and videos for our Instagram, and I will continue to do so. Even actually recorded a video on, we've posted it on YouTube now, so that if one of the planes that's in our collection, you want something different, you want a plane that you'd fly and it's not there, we've actually created a demo on how to use the customizer to upload your own logo of your own plane and where you might be able to find that line art as well. And as well as things like uh, airport diagrams. The FAA airport diagrams are all public domain because it's, uh, things created by the government are normally public domain. There are a few exceptions, of course. But, like, for example, the seal of the President of the United States is definitely not public domain. But the, uh, the, the flight maps for airports, the airport diagrams, are public domain. And so you can go and download those off of the FAA website. And in the YouTube video where I showcase how to do this in the customizer, we actually have a link where you can go find that map, for example, of your local airport if you want. My, my family lived in Janesville, Wisconsin for years and years and years. My dad has a 172, a Cessna 172. Marcus, my older brother, flies it right now more. And, you know, I was thinking to myself, it'd be really cool to have, you know, uh, the, a binder with the Janesville airport, which neither of them fly out of anymore, but it would be kind of a nice homage. Uh, the picture of the 172, which is one that we have in our collection because it's the most popular plane that's ever been built. We have a 172 in the collection and we could put the airport map on the back and then I could put the tail number in the bottom right-hand corner, right? There's a lot of cool opportunities to create a really special uh, custom binder in that regard and this was an exciting thing because this actually was the first step in testing out a new idea that we've talked about a lot but we haven't done which is geotargeting based off of an interesting niche specific thing for example we could say okay now that we have the flight collection built let's make a specific geotargeted ad that is specifically the airports that are having air shows this weekend and next week plus 50 miles plus 25 miles with people who are interested in airplanes and let's run those ads specifically for that product line and for that collection that takes you directly to that collection once you order or once you click on the ad and you can buy. And we'll see if that kind of niche specific spearhead targeting works. Now, the short answer is it's too early to tell, but the more in-depth answer is it doesn't look like it's working yet. I did create an A-B test with a broad, uh, broad ad set. So it's exactly the identical ads 
done exactly the same way with the same budget. Basically, it's not actually the same budget. Budget. It's uh, it's the built into the same campaign, and the test itself is just whether one of them is geographically targeted to specific areas. The other one is just broadly applicable to the U.S. Otherwise, they're identical in every way. So we'll see how that performs over time. But it's brought up a different topic, which is to say, okay, you could do this with airplanes, but you could also do this with collectible cars. You could do this with boats or anything like that. You could do this with trains. And you could find events around the country, car shows, train shows, where you could actually specifically do custom collections, limited collections perhaps, or limited time collections specifically for those groups and advertise to those niche groups specifically in those areas. Now, all things considered, I actually like that idea a lot because as a marketing student, as an undergrad who went to school for marketing, I felt a lot like there was an opportunity for really targeted marketing. I like the idea of really spearhead type marketing, but I'm realizing that that may not be the way it works. The geographic subsetting, you know, the geographic sub-targeting around those areas may not be as fruitful as just going broad with it. Now, to that credit, I will say if you're an airplane person and you like air shows and you like airplanes, you can be anywhere in the country. And frankly, to be completely honest, you may be more inclined to buy your cool airplane binder this weekend because you didn't go to the air venture and you wish you would have. Right. So there's a lot of opportunities there. Plus, people fly all year long and they fly everywhere in the country. Uh, so that's an opportunity that I just think is not just limited to those specific instances and those specific places. But this is a great opportunity for us to test that idea. Brought up a different question or a different issue, I should say, which is how do we manage a bunch of niche collections? And I think it's a good question that I don't actually have an answer to. So if you've got an idea, please put it in the Discord chat and, and like let me know because we've got a problem right now. We've got our, I think, 16 right now pre engravings that are listed on our website. We have an additional eight pre engravings, 10 pre engravings, I should say, actually, that are the airplane collection, the flight collection alone. And that's a, that collection could get much larger. It could be much larger if I wanted it to be. But we've got a problem now, which is how do we create a catalog of pre-engravings that are large, dyna dynamic, interesting, uh, perhaps always changing, but also something staying the same. And it also make it so that it's easy to navigate on the website. And I don't know exactly how to do that yet. Now, my gut says to segment and separate these collections. For example, we'd have the flight collection, we'd have the rail collection, we'd have the car collection, right? And within those collections, obviously, there'd be listed out different types of cars, different types of things. And then we'd, you'd click on the design and then you'd select your folio, your journal, your binder, whatever you wanted, and you'd go from there. That's one option to have them separated like that. But then what do we do with the collections that we already have? Now, we could do our patriotic collection like we've done. We could do a master's collection for Da Vinci stuff and for some of the, you know, buckyballs and Tesla, things like that. But what do you do with the oddballs, right? What do you do with the things that don't quite fit? And then you come into the different problem where you say, okay, if we've got multiple collections, although this actually, now that I'm talking this out loud, could work pretty well because you could do a Bible one. Um, you know, you could do different sub collections around topics. But then you come to the question is, okay, so when you click on pre and great, so, so now functionally, if you did that, the way that the navigation would look is this. You'd go to the website, you click pre-engraving in the drop-down under specialty. Once you click on pre-engraving, you've got 10 collections. Flight, the Masters, Patriotic, Bible, Car, Train, whatever. You've got 10 collections, let's just say, right? Hypothetically, in the near future, we could have that many. 
And then once you click into the collection, now you've got all the different options for those, right? So let's say you clicked into flight and you clicked on the B-17 bomber. Now once you clicked into flight and clicked on B-17 bomber, now you're presented with three choices or more, which is binders, journals, folios, theoretically, sleeves, accessories, right? Because we could actually add pre-engraved sleeves and pre-engraved accessories into this. And then once you click into the binders, let's just say you clicked on binders. Now you've got two more options, slim cut or wide cut. And then once you click into the product, you've got all of the choices within that sub product. That's one, two, three, four, five levels of clicking to get to a product page. That's a lot of navigation, especially if you're not 100% sure what you want. Now, theoretically, the advantage of doing it this way is that you could have in a rather large library of pre-engravings that could all be gotten to. And it's, at some level, you're not really, at every given point, you're only presented with a few choices, right? You're presented with which collection are you interested in, which item within the collection are you interested in, which item of the, you know, which of these engravings uh, types of products are you interested in? So it gets relative, it narrows the choices as you go in. And as you drill down, you've got more and more of it already selected. So you got more and more of the decision behind you. But I think that that, even in that format of that type of displaying, which is, by the way, not uncommon for these kinds of things, that type of displaying, it gets very difficult to make all of the decisions that you need to make. I mean, we've got this concept of decision fatigue, right? How many, time, how many times are you on a website and you look at six things and you go, I can't figure out which one I need. I can't figure out which one I want, right? Which, frankly, I can't figure out which one I need is a relatively easy question to solve. I can't figure out which one I want is a impossible to question. That's, that's a question that I cannot help you with, truthfully. So when we look at these different ideas, these different ways of doing collections, a different idea, and one I don't necessarily hate, but it's got its downsides too, which is that we would have a handful of collections, very, very few collections that would be available on the website all the time that you'd be able to see. And then perhaps where we've got the flight collection listed right now, like in a, in a kind of a, a, a banner, we would have a rotating collection of you know, choice, right? It would be, for example, this week it might be flight or next week it could be flight. And then maybe next month it's trains, it's cars or whatever. And we rotate what that banner is. Now, theoretically in this situation, in this hypothetical, the collections themselves could always exist. The advertisements for those collections could always be going and could go to the collections page and customer service could always send a link to that collection to any customer who asked about it specifically. They just wouldn't all be linked on the website in a way that would be easy to navigate to. Theoretically, even you could find them by searching them, I think. I have to double check that technologically if that's possible. But this is, creates a huge problem, right? Which is we have a huge opportunity in these niche collections. We have a huge opportunity in these specific communities. But how do we cater to these massive, the, the massive number of niche communities that we would need to support? On a website that you need to navigate where 70% of our traffic is done via mobile, which is even harder because you've got a much smaller space to work with. I would love to hear your ideas. And I'd love to hear what you think about the flight collection. Go take a look at it on the website. Tell me what you think about it. Tell me if you think there's a plane that I missed that I should have had in there. Go check out that video that's linked at the top of the collection in the description on how to add your own custom video or a custom, excuse me, custom airplane or map to the, collect, to the, to the 
custom item and tell me if you think that the video itself was clear. I'm always trying to figure out how to do these videos. Demo videos, screenshot videos are always really tricky. They don't, you don't think they should be, but they are because the order of operation is always a bit of a, well, I know I'm supposed to do this and I'm supposed to do this, but do I do that one first, right? Do I download the image first or do I open up the customizer first and then download the image, right? It's always challenging. So tell me what you think of that video. And uh, definitely go join our Discord server and tell me about what you think we should do for the navigation on the website because it is a huge challenge. Thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to check back in next or on Thursday, excuse me, for our next topic. And don't forget to check that subscribe button as well as the notification bell to get notified right away when we launch new episodes. If you have any questions or concerns about your leather binder, journal, folio, accessory, sleeve, anything else we sell, please feel free to contact us at the main page of our website at murdycreative.co or you can contact us via Instagram and Facebook. You can email, text, uh, direct message, call us, all the usuals. We do our best to get back to you, but we appreciate your patience. If you want to get an answer from us or the community relatively quickly, go check out our Discord server. It's the uh, link at the top of the description. You go click on that link. It'll open you up. It'll, it's an invite to the server. You'll be able to join. It's a great place for you to talk to me and to the rest of the team and everyone else in the community. If you have a quick question or you want to place an order over the phone, please do feel free to give us a call at 414-434-9001. We're available Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. Central Time. You can also text us at that number as well, 414-434-9001. If for whatever reason you don't get a hold of us either during business hours or after hours, please do feel free to leave us a voicemail. We do listen to them, we respond to them, and we get back to people as soon as we can in those situations. If you're calling about a specific order number, please include that in the voicemail. It should start with the letter S and then followed by a series of digits. It does really help us identify who we're talking to and what we're talking about. So if you're calling about a specific order and you are leaving us a voicemail, including that order number in the voicemail is a huge help. If you think we deserve it, a good review can go a long way to help us grow our new community. Both a review on the podcast app on whatever you're listening on, as well as a review on the product itself. You can go to murdycreative.co slash reviews, and you can read all of our amazing five-star reviews there. There's a button there that says, leave us a good review. That'll take you to Google right now, where you can leave your review on the Murdy Creative Company's Google page. Most of them, historically, are on Facebook, and we are working on getting people to migrate those reviews from Facebook to Google. And that does help us with our SEO immensely. If for whatever reason you would leave us a bad review, please, 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 there's another button that says get directly in contact with us. Give us an opportunity to make things right. It is deeply important to me personally that everyone has a good experience with the company. So we will do anything in our power, including recrafting, refunding, whatever it takes, whatever we can do. Please, 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 before you leave us a better review, give us an opportunity to make things right. Word of mouth is the best form of advertising. Always has been, always will be. So please tell your friends and family about the company. If you want to get a little something for doing that and you want to get a little something for being a fan of the company, go to murdycreative.co. Hit the little person icon in the top corner and log in. Once you've created a profile, which just needs a username and password, you can then go to the bottom left-hand corner of the website, and there's a little circle there that says rewards. If you click on that, it'll open up the rewards pane. Any purchase you make uh, gets you 10% back as in-store credit, and you can spend that in-store credit on anything we sell. So it's a great way to get a little rewards for helping out the company. Also, there's a shareable link in that same pane. That shareable link, when you give that to family and friends, they get $10 off their first purchase and you get $10 of in-store credit when they make that purchase. So please, please tell the company or tell the people that you love about the company. If you have any podcast topics you want to hear more about, send it my way. I'm always happy to talk about just about anything and I want to give you guys what you're looking for. If you want to get a little uh, more information about me and the podcast and what you're looking for and you want to communicate back and forth with a topic-specific idea, go to our podcast discussion channel in our Discord server link in the top of the description. If you're looking for multiple binders, journals, folios, anything else we sell for gifts, giveaways, menus, really any reason, we do have bulk discounts built directly into the cart. All you need to do is mix and match all of our items 
to your heart's desire, build out your cart however you want with your own custom unique package, and then hit checkout. The bulk discount will automatically apply. It just detects the, the cart quantity, and it does not matter what you put in it. It all contributes to that same total cart quantity discount number. That'll apply to everything in the cart as well, and then you can check out from there with that bulk discount already applied. If you're looking for a custom engraved item, we have no minimum order quantities and no setup fees. It's a simple flat fee, normally about $15 per item. You can go up down a little bit depending on the complexity and the size and everything like that, but that's actually pre-bulk discount as well. So it actually can be a lot less than that $15 per item if you're getting larger quantities. If for whatever reason you have any trouble with the customizer and you aren't able to get to it or you have any problems, feel free to send us an email, sales at merdycreative.co, sales at merdycreative.co. We'd be happy to help you with your product and with your order. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great day and goodbye.